What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Midnight Sports Run, right here on Midnight Sports, on Unplugged and Uncut, a part of the Cloud9 Radio family, now available and streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and of course on YouTube. That's right, the Cloud9 Radio YouTube will have the podcast available as well. If you'd like to sponsor the show, all you have to do to be a sponsor is reach out to us at Unique. 210 that's u-n-y-k-e 210 on twitter and you could be the sponsor this could be your spot right here. <laughs> all right today on midnight sports we got a lot to get into our first subject at hand is we're going to get into that nfl playoff picture that's right our early predictions and what games to watch for so kind of want to start this one off with how we started the season. Right before the season started, I gave you my top five teams from the NFC and the AFC. So before we get into the playoff picture, let's see how I did. I predicted the NFC top teams, the fifth seed to be the Cardinals, fourth to be the Rams, third to be the Seahawks, second place to be the Green Bay Packers, and the first place team to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, how did I wind up doing? We didn't do too bad. I also had the Cowboys and 49ers as honorable mentions to watch out for teams to watch that could move into those top fives. So how the season played out and wind up going, we had the Cardinals in that fifth seed, the Rams in the fourth seed, got both those right, the Cowboys were the third seed. I'm happy with that surprise because y'all should know by now I'm a Cowboy fan. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers did wind up with the second seed, and the Green Bay Packers did get that first seed. So Aaron Rodgers comes through. They will get the bye week. And Tampa Bay, they will get the easiest team available. All right, as y'all can hear, that is the hotline. If you would like to be a part of the show, all you have to do is hit us up on Twitter and we will also provide you that number to call so you could also be a part of the show but they did call at the wrong time we are not taking calls at this moment as we get into the show all right so for the afc teams we wind up saying the pittsburgh steelers would be the fifth seed titans would come in four bills would come in third the ravens would come in second and the chiefs would come in first And I also warned people not to bet on the Cleveland Browns that they were in a prove it to me or show me type state. I know there was a lot of hype around them with the weapons they had. As you see, that team did deal with some injuries. I just did not believe in Baker Mayfield overall. He's had a couple good stretches, but for the most part, he's been a a little bit below average quarterback. In my opinion, that's just a basic opinion, guys. So that's why I said watch out for the Browns. So that's right. The Chiefs get the first seed. The Ravens, they did get hit by injuries. And that's why I had them at the second. So they didn't even make the playoffs, guys. And that's how I predicted it would go. But how did it actually wind up going? Well, the fifth seed went to the Raiders. The fourth seed went to the Bengals. Third goes to the Buffalo Bills. Second goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. And first place team is a surprise, the Tennessee Titans. That's right, my surprise team. Man, these boys earned that first seed without Derrick Henry. 
King Henry is a straight monster. They also played a lot of time without their two superstar receivers. So for what the Titans have done, that has been highly impressive. I did not see them getting up to the first seed. I did think they could move up, but I didn't know they was going to move up to the first. So that's very impressive what the Titans have done. So, guys, as you see, we didn't do too bad on our predictions on how the season would go before it started. So if you was a betting man and you would have bet with your boy, he would have won some big bread probably. Big, big bread. <laughs> but that gets us into our playoff picture and our early predictions. I'm going to go ahead and stick with my Super Bowl predictions of the Kansas City Chiefs representing the AFC and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers representing the NFC. Now, I know the Green Bay Packers got home field advantage. I'm just not going to bet against Tom Brady. He's one person you don't bet on. The man just wins Super Bowls. I mean, he takes Super Bowl rings like Thanos takes uh, Infinity Stones and puts them in his gauntlet. So y'all know what I'm talking about. If you don't, go ahead and watch some of that MCU and you will. <laughs> but all right. Yeah, I, I am not going to go ahead and bet against Tom Brady, something you just don't do. So that's why I'm going to stick with them until further notice. Now, the game to watch for me is going to be the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys. That is a clash of two styles. The Cowboys really got the three-headed monster at the receiving core. And I'm going to say it's still three-headed even though Gallup is out because said Wilson has proven that he can get the job done as well. Then also you got the two-headed running monster that might be a three-headed monster as well with Clement just coming in there acting bad in that last game that you just saw where the Cowboys put up 51 points. But, and I say but because the San Francisco 49ers, they do what you need to do to win playoff football games. They run the football and they play defense. They play smash mouth football. They're coming to smack you right in the face. They're not running around you. They're not trying to dance around you. They're running right through you. Debo Samuel, he's called Debo for a reason. That man is a man amongst men because <laughs> they all big. But Debo is a different animal. He's coming through you. Reminds me of a little Derrick Henry. That's right. He just runs with a lot of force and is not an easy person to get down to the ground. So I like this matchup to be the game to watch. Any team can come out of this. I am going to go with the Dallas Cowboys edging out the San Francisco 49ers in a close game. Um, I think the spread is three. I think the Cowboys win by three points at the most. If it turns into a blowout, that's because the Cowboys get off to an early, fast start. If the Cowboys get off to a quick and fast start and that defense is causing havoc and turnovers, 49ers could be in for a long day. They might hang 40 to 50 points on you. You don't want to get that Cowboy offense rolling. The 49ers are going to want to play ball control football and run the football and play great defense. Let their four, their front four pass rushers get at the Dak Prescott and see what you can do. But that's my game to watch for the NFL, y'all. I'm going to look in the comments on YouTube to see what everybody thinks about that game to watch. Who you got predicted to win the game? Do you agree the Cowboys should win by three? Vegas says they should win by three. If I was a betting man, I would go ahead and 
make that bet. I am not a betting man. I do not believe in way gambling away money. If I'm going to gamble, I'm going to play the slot machine so I can at least hear the noise and it go. <laughs> I feel like I got some type of satisfaction out of it. <laughs> I'm just playing. All right. Next. We do have a lot to get into with the NBA scoreboard. A little game time reaction for you guys who did not get to see the sports. A lot of our truck drivers don't get to see the games live. So getting to hear the scores and our game reactions is big for them. So let's go through the NBA. Um, First game we're going to go through is the Thunder Wizards. Washington Wizards get the win, 122 over the Oklahoma City Thunder, 118. And in this game, Kyle Kuzma was just showing out, had 29 points. Spencer Dinwiddie also chipped in with a double-double, 22 points, 10 assists. Don't forget the two steals, the man playing defense. You got to give a shout-out to people when they play in defense in the offensive league. The next game on the block, the Phoenix Suns edge out. The Toronto Raptors in a very close game, 99-95. to They do get the win with Jay Crowder leading the way with 19 points. Got to throw Chris Paul in there. He also had a double-double, 15 points, 12 assists, 5 steals. Man, Chris Paul, CP3, still getting the job done. Fred Van Fleet played good. Uh, Van Fleet wound up with 21-5, a couple steals. Pascal Siakam is back on the court balling, doing well as well. He had 22-7-7, three steals. So a good game there. OG Anobi. Ananobi, sorry about that, 25 points. Not bad. It was a really good game and close. But the Phoenix Suns do move to 31-9 with that win. And the Toronto Raptors fall to 20-18. One of the better games and one of the better teams out there right now, the Chicago Bulls. You can't lie. If you a Michael Jordan fan, you probably still a Chicago Bull fan. And we haven't had a lot to cheer about since Derrick Rose. Even though the Spurs are my team, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, my two favorite players of all time. So I am a Laker and a Bull fan as well. It's awesome to see what the Bulls are doing this year. They get the win over the Detroit Pistons, 133-87. to Just beat the brakes off them boys. So the best team in the Eastern Conference showing you what they got. Not much to mention over there on the Detroit Pistons side. Sadiq Bey, he did put in 14 points. And then Cade Cunningham, he had a a rough night to say the least. I mean, Chicago Bulls, they came to play. Cade Cunningham, he winds up with 8 points, 7 boards, 3 assists. On a horrible shooting percentage, so I won't even mention that. The Bulls just brought the whole team they had. Good Lord. I can't even count how many players scored. (laughs) If you look at that, it's ridiculous. Zach Levine, 10 points, 9 boards, 7 assists. Lonzo Ball, young baller brother, 18, 6, and 5 with 3 steals. Since he's been a Laker, Ball has been an excellent defender. It's good to see his offense coming around to match that playmaking skills and his excellent defense. Ball is a beast. Vucevic came and led the way today. The big man had 22 and 8, two steals. DeMar DeRozan missed the MVP conversation himself. I actually got him number three in my MVP ballot behind LeBron James. That's right, the king has been a monster. And 
Giannis Antetokounmpo. So those are my top three of my MVP voting right now. I do got DeRosa, uh, not DeRosa, Durant and Embiid also fighting in that top five. But that's for another show. I did want to mention that DeRozan, because he has been playing at an MVP level, pulls in a double-double. How about 20 and 12? Seven assists. Man, the man's a problem. Kobe White off the bench led the way with 13 points. We're going to talk about Kobe White a little bit later here as well. All right. So the Chicago Bulls surprise team of the year, or you should have been looking out for team of the year. I'm going to say they are the team you should have been looking out for when they picked up DeRozan, the Caruso, and Ball. Those were three big pickups, not to mention they had Vucevic to go with Zach Levine. Patrick Williams has been hurt. Kobe White was hurt. He's coming back. So that team is loaded. Watch out, Eastern Conference. The Bulls are for real. The game of the night, though, the real, real deal, Holyfield, main knockout game of the night. How about the Golden State Warriors going head-to-head with the Memphis Grizzlies in their nine-game streak? That's right. They've been streaking to nine straight wins, and they put it all on the line. The Memphis Grizzlies beat the Golden State Warriors 116 to 108. Young John Morant was spectacular, had 29 points, eight assists, two blocks. He might just be the best young point guard in the NBA. That's a whole discussion for itself as well, but the man has been a monster. And I take that back. John Morant is in my top five MVP. Um, We're going to have to go back and look at that list. Because John Moran is definitely playing at an MVP level. And so has his counterpart, Stephen Curry. One of the better point guards in the league besides of age. When you take the age and take that out the picture, Stephen Curry is the real deal. 27, 10, and 10. He did struggle from the field a little bit. Uh, only 38% on 8 for 21 shots. But it is good to see Klay Thompson get 14 points in 19 minutes. Just to see Klay Thompson get buckets with the Splash Brothers back, that is a good thing. So a little, I won't, I, this is not even a surprising win. Memphis won nine in a row. This makes it 10. So they are streaking and they just played an excellent game. If you watched the game, it was a really good game. You could tell that the Golden State Warriors were missing Draymond Green though. So, now I know Memphis Grizzlies did not have uh, Stephen Adams or Dylan Brooks. So, that kind of counteracts, but I'm going to say Draymond is a little bit more important to what the Warriors do than what those two players do for the Memphis uh, Grizzlies. Because Draymond, he doesn't just bring the excellent defense, he's their facilitator. He's the one who gets the ball moving, sets the picks, the roll man. He's the one who's going to get those pinned down screens for Steph Curry and get him wide open buckets. So I'm going to say that could have played a factor. But even if it did, you got to give props to John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr. and what the Memphis Grizzlies are building over there. They are now sitting at 29 and 14 and in the fourth spot. That's right. They're the fourth best team in the Western Conference. Tell me that's not impressive. Next game on the list. Not a shocker, but Timberwolves do fall 125 to the New Orleans Pelicans, 128. For the T-Wolves, the two big stars did play pretty well. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns gave you 26, 8, 5 assists, 
three steals and a block shot. He played 41 minutes. I mean, the man gave it his all. Anthony Edwards was bringing it. He had 28 and five, not to mention the four boards. D'Angelo Russell didn't have a bad game at all. He wasn't his best game, but he did bring you a double-double with 18 and 10. It just was not enough to slow down Brandon Ingram, 33 points, nine assists, and Josh Hart chipped in big time with 21, nine and five. So the Pelicans do get the win. Timberwolves are back to 500. So let's see what the Timberwolves do. Are they for real? Are they really trying to make the playoffs? Or are they just going to sit at that 500 spot and just get lucky to slide in that the Western Conference isn't as tough as it normally is? Speaking of teams hovering around 500, the Denver Nuggets do fall to the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, of course, the big joker, he brought his game 21-13-8. Aaron Gordon chipped in with 30 points, 12 boards. So their bigs got it done, but they could have used a little bit more help as the Clippers do edge him out with Coffee leading the way with 18 points, seven assists, and four steals. Of course, they got Marcus Morris Sr. out there providing that tough leadership, so the Clippers do get that win. Reggie Jackson also chipped in 13 points in that game as well. So those were the games from last night, or from tonight. <laughs> it's basically over. It's morning time now. It's midnight and beyond. <laughs> but already, so those were the games. A lot of great NBA action. Um, no real surprises there. Big takeaway from those games is that John Morant and the Grizzlies are a for real team. Watch out for them boys to make some noise in the playoffs. Do not put that past them. The last thing I want to get into, and we're just going to quickly touch it. I'm not going to get too, too deep, but there are a lot of NBA trade rumors picking up. It is that season. We are getting closer to the February trade deadline. So as that heats up, we'll continue to bring the flames because when there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> you know, Cloud9 Radio like that fire. Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> Here we go. So for the trade rumors picking up, the Chicago Bulls might be shopping Kobe White. That is right. We got reports from Michael Scott's uh, my bad, Michael Scotto from Hoop Hype. Um, Hoops Hype is a pretty legit source. They're pretty plugged into the NBA. They are stating that Kobe White could be a possible get for playoff teams or for, my bad, for Chicago as they try to make their playoff push. So shopping the youth and the upside of Kobe White for a more experienced vet maybe. Let's see what they're looking into doing because Kobe White is somebody I would think about keeping. The kid can really shoot the basketball and he's not a bad playmaker as well. So he's a good backup point guard to have. So let's see what Chicago does with Kobe White. Also, same reporter, Michael Scotto, reporting that playoff teams are now monitoring the Houston Rockets situation with Eric Gordon and Daniel Theus. All right, so it might be Thice. I do believe it's Daniel Thice. My bad, Daniel. <laughs> but Eric Gordon's the big name that I'm I'm looking at here. I did mention Eric Gordon as a possible um, in a possible trade in the past. I do see the Houston Rockets coming up off of Eric Gordon, and playoff teams should definitely be interested. 
This man can play some pretty good defense and is not bad at getting buckets as well. So you got a three-point shooter. He's actually a three-level scorer, can get to the basket, hits the mid-range, has a little post game. Eric Gordon is a good player. Watch out for him. Also, um, the Boston Celtics, it seems the Boston Celtics have been calling the Phoenix Suns about Jalen Smith, the young big man from Phoenix, what they're willing to offer. I did not see, but that is something we will watch out for. The Boston Celtics might be big players in the trade market more than them trying to break up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Let's see if they try and bring some help in for those two players. All right. Now let's move over to the Bleacher Report um, because the Bleacher Report does have some rumors to that piqued my interest. The first one is a bad rumor, <laughs> if this is true. Um, it looks like the Hawks are shopping Gallinari and making him available for a first-round pick. I'm sorry, but Gallinari is not going to get you a first-round pick. He might get you a young talent and a second-round pick, but I don't see Gallinari getting you a first-round pick, and the Hawks might be better suited at keeping him with his versatility of, of being a stretch big. So... I do not know about that one, guys. Y'all let me know what y'all think. Y'all think the Hawks should be shopping Gallinari? Also, speaking of the Hawks, they are possibly shopping Cam Reddish as well. Now, I don't know how I feel about this. Cam Reddish has the type of upside to be one of the better players in the league. And are you really ready to give up on that? I know the Hawks are in a win-now mode. And they've been a little disappointed with the way the season has gone. But is it really time to go ahead and give up Cam Reddish? I don't know. I did propose a trade where Cam Reddish got linked back up with Zion Williams in New Orleans. So we'll keep monitoring that situation out in Atlanta as well. The last team I want to mention is the Los Angeles Lakers. They have been monitoring Gary Trent. I don't know about Toronto trying to um, trade Gary Trent, though. He's been playing pretty good for them out there in Toronto so I don't know if they want to trade him Lakers interested in anybody that can help them right now <laughs> also um, on that Laker front they were some noise that they've been trying to trade Russell Westbrook however there's really not much interest in Russell Westbrook right now and this is coming from the Bleacher Report so these guys are pretty accurate and know what they're talking about they're also well plugged into the NBA so a lot of times you can take these rumors with a grain of salt. Um, but this one, I think, holds some weight. Russell Westbrook has been a turnover machine. Um, he's an excellent player. It's just, I don't know if he's trying too hard with the Lakers or trying to move too fast. But he has been turning the ball over at a high rate, leading the league. The whole NBA in turnovers. That's right. He has played in every game. But to lead the league in turnovers, that's something that you do not want to do. <laughs> that's just not what you want to lead the league in, giving the other team the ball. So we'll monitor that Lakers situation and all the trade rumors going on for you guys and keep you updated. But that's going to do it for today's Midnight Sport Run right here on Unplugged and Uncut. We will be checking the comments as always on our YouTube channel, Cloud9 Radio. Make sure you check it out and subscribe. Over there, we're giving away a PlayStation 5 once we hit 100,000 subscribers. That's right. If you want to win a PlayStation 5, all you got to do is subscribe to our YouTube channel. 
And we thank everybody for tuning in. Have a blessed day. Because your boy out. Peace. Peace.